This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. I have been extremely lucky on my journey with this podcast to chat with some really amazing people. And new people come to the podcast every week to listen. And so what we want to do with these lessons is take the little golden nuggets, the really important pieces of each conversation and bring them back to life for you. So hopefully it can change your mind, affect the way you think, or potentially give you a solution to a problem you're facing right now. If you're starting up a business for legacy and you want to be here long term, Mm. then it's vital that you have these consistent breaks. You know, so often what I see is that people will save up. They'll save up for their long-term holiday over four weeks over the Christmas period, but they're gassing hard, right, all year. And then Mm. finally they get to their holiday and they get sick. And it's because we've forgotten to take care of ourselves along the way. Or what they do is they work hard to financially get ahead and get security. And then to get the money at 65, 70 when they retire and get their super, but all of a sudden they're not body abled to climb, you know, the beautiful mountains or to go skiing in remarkable places across the world because they've forgotten to take care of their vessel. And so life, as you get older, and I'm definitely noticing this in my 40s, is that time will fall off a cliff. Mm. It gets faster and faster and I'm always working out ways to slow down time. And one of those ways that I do that is by taking those scheduled breaks. And I'm enjoying the journey because life is temporal. Who knows if you make it to 65? I don't know that. So I want to enjoy it while I'm here. It's a great point. And I think it's sometimes the easiest thing to lose sight of. You know, I, as a founder, I can I, you know, definitely attest to that too. I'm actually really interested in this subject because I think, um, I mean, as a business person, we look at, say, company culture as... Um, something that's really, really important. And everybody wants to build a great company culture. And what that looks like is a little bit different to everybody. Um, But I would love to get a gauge of, say, uh, I don't know if this is something that you you teach, but um, how do you structure that? So if I'm looking at, say, a quarter or we're looking at a 12-month plan, um, although it will be a little bit different for everybody, um, how are we structuring these kind of, I guess, habits and, and events uh, into our company to create a company culture that people love coming to? They're at their best more often than not. Uh, they have a safe environment um, and, and, you know, they're connecting with each other. I think one of the biggest things that I see big brand companies do exceptionally well, and it depends, right, on, on whether it's a small business that's listening in or a huge corporate giant or and your budget. Because I think what happens, what I see that, that goes really well is, you know, you get external experts that come in that help their people. One, what that shows is that we truly care. We're mm-hmm. investing into you. But it's not like a one and done kind of thing, you know, where someone comes in on their horse, delivers this inspiring talk, then they take off. Then three days later, the whole workforce habituates <laughs> yeah, back yeah. into their regular yeah, routines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really feel like, you know, they, those consistent, whether it's the mindful journey at EQ Minds they go on, whether it's another facilitator or another provider, I think that's important. I think number two that's really, really important is that well-being starts from the top. The troops of the company are always looking at the leadership team and seeing what they're doing. 
So the leadership team and executive teams, they need to be very, very invested into their own well-being. If they're saying we really care about you and we want you to make sure that you're getting your sleep and you're moving well and you're eating well and all those good things that we know for performance and productivity is crucial, yet they're peppering you with emails from 1am, <laughs> there's some dissonance there. Right, so they're, they're, that's almost saying to us, hey, for us to get into that CEO position or that executive general manager role, I need to be up at 1 a.m. when the opposite is true. They need to actually get really good sleep because then their memory consolidates down and they turn up the next day as really high performers. So I think that's another thing. Number three is having support around you. Some kind of very, you know, EAP, employee assistive assistance program where employees feel safe to go to if things are starting to spiral for them. So having that as an offering within the company of saying, hey, we do care, you know, we've aligned here with this EAP service. Mm. If you're not, if you're, if you're displaying one of these signs or symptoms, we really encourage you to reach out and get yourself some help. The other things that I see work well are things like bike racks, are things like healthy food in the, you know, in the lunchrooms. It's things like instead of buying everyone a bottle of Bollinger champagne for Christmas, as much as I do love Bollinger, <laughs> yeah. it's like, okay, how about we get everyone an aura ring to track their sleep, right? So yeah. all of a sudden we were giving them gifts that are actually promoting their wellness rather than harming their brain. So I really, I mean, there's some really outstanding things that I see culturally happen. And it's always, you know, if people who are listening going, wow, you know, when's enough enough of what we're doing with investing in well-being with our employees? It's never enough <laughs> because you're going to have to constantly keep trying different things for your people because your people are your number one priority. If they're turning up to work as a physical shell and they're mentally not there, guess what? You're not getting the best out of them. Mm -hmm. Plus then they've got that brain when they go home. So their home life, they're not fulfilled there. And the incredible leaders that we work with every day, they really genuinely care. And, and you'll see that trickle through the culture. Hey team, if you're enjoying this episode, please remember to follow or subscribe on whatever platform you're tuning in on. We do not want you to miss out on any of the education we're putting out. Now, back to the episode, I hope you enjoy. What I, so, cause obviously there's, I feel like we're, we're, there's almost like a shift, you know, and maybe we're in the middle of that where you know, I don't know, I don't know the time period, but maybe we would say 2000s, maybe 1995 through to maybe just after the GFC. And now, you know, probably about the 2016, we start to see this shift in, and maybe it's a generational shift as well. I, I don't know, but what people value, you know, and, and more importantly, how to get the best out of your team. And I think you're definitely right you know, it's something that I've noticed is that people want to feel cared for and it can't just be words on a wall. It can't just be words, like you said at a keynote, but what sounds like what you're saying is what great leaders are really good at is following through. And so we actually had Al Roseby um, on the podcast. And one of the things that I really profoundly remember was, and it's not necessarily directly related to this, but it was more that she put her leaders in her team through a 12-month leadership program. Um, and it kind of resonates with what you're saying. And, and you could almost say something similar around, say, if we're trying to look after our staff's mental health, it can't just be something that is a once-off or maybe we do this one chat once a quarter or something like that. But it mm. probably needs to be looked at as more of like a program. Is that 
correct? Yeah, because it's the consistency of laying those foundations and it's building up those habits on a consistent level. And I really feel like that's what we need as human beings to actually form up new habits. It takes like 66 days. I know a lot of noise out there is 21 days and that's true for short-term memory, but 66 days for long-term memory, Mm. so that's a long time. So you want refreshing content and you want new things that they can work on to constantly arm out their toolkit because, to be honest, meditation isn't going to be for everyone. It could be the fact that they actually find flow sports is better for them for their stress management. People might not know what gut health is, right? You could have a whole session on sleep or mindset. So I think it's really important you've got this backpack and then people can choose what they pull out of it because life, it's up and down. And it's an inevitable part of our journey is to sometimes have challenging times. So we constantly need exposure how do we harness that how do we harness more grit how do we make this journey a little bit more smooth and i think those long-term programs are excellent i also think something that that we do at eq minds is once a year we do a strategy offsite right with our speakers we're scaling our speaker profiles across australia and new zealand so we catch up for a few days in the offsite and then two so we're always sort of getting together and then then we have another offsite later in that year for fun and so if they hit particular you know sales targets they get to choose the destination and so regardless if you don't hit it we take everyone up to noosa right the up we go and we have massages and dinners and we celebrate and if they hit it they chose bali this year so off to bali and i'm sure we're going to hit that target Um, but i mean i've empowered them to choose the destination of where they'd like to go and then we celebrate together as a team because you want to have fun in this life as well and you want to reward them for, for the hard work that they put in. What, what is the relate? Because that's what I, that's I think what people and founders struggle with and I think it's one of the hardest things to really um, nail as a founder and as a leader is the balance between performance and say, I don't know if the right word is reward, but performance and, and leisure or fun and, 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 you know, the things that are going to bring you together and connection and so on. But obviously, and what I was trying to get at before was there's the, the stigma around work hard, 80-hour weeks. And although I'm a massive advocate of working hard, I think the hesitation from a lot of people is, can you do both? Um, and I'd love for you to... Uh, maybe even talk to them or give them a piece of advice if maybe that's their mindset. Like, what are you saying to founders that are stuck in their way or leaders that are stuck in their way with, no, we have to get, you know, it's just work, 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 work. (laughs) Uh, So, again, the fastest way to burn out is that. And, you know, work hard and 80 hours a week, every week and rise and grind and no rest days. That mindset is so antiquated and it has to go if you wanna have people that stay within your business, because I can tell you right now, there's a lot of cultures out there that are smashing it and treating their people really well. In saying that, we want our team to work hard, like in terms of the work ethic. When they're working, they are disciplined, they are so focused, so they're actually producing more. It's that whole thing like work smarter, not harder. I encourage all my team every six weeks to take a break, right? Because of that whole thing, when they get back, I know, they're going to hit the ground running and they're going to be very, very successful. The last thing I want for them 
is to burn out or get into exhaustion or they sub out of EQ Minds and go somewhere else because they're feeling tired, exhausted, not cared for, not having fun anymore. Uh, so I think it's that whole thing again around as a, as a founder or within your business, what does success look like for you? Mm-hmm. What does so it look true. like? If you're there going, you know what, I want to be a startup, flog everyone, flog myself and sell this in three years, you know, if that's your value, then that's, you know what that is, right? So for us, our success does not look like that. It just doesn't because we're here for the long term. EQ Minds will be around for a long, long time and we have to establish that cultural piece right from the get-go. 